Welcome to Life Plan. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Martin Birch. Martin, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Looking forward to it, George. Great to oh. be here. All right, let's go. Martin is the president and CEO of IBML. They're a company bringing together artificial intelligence and human intelligence in service of intelligent document processing. He's a board member, mentor. Martin, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Absolutely. So, uh, George, uh, um, I live in Atlanta with my family. Um, I have a wife and an eight-year-old who's a, an absolute Duracell bunny. Um, been in the USA for seven years. As you can probably tell from my accent, I am not uh, a local uh, from, from the USA. Uh, I like to joke with people that uh, uh, I am from the South. Uh, my accent is from the South, but it's the South of the UK, uh, not the South of the US, but uh, happily living in Atlanta now. And uh, I had an opportunity to come over to the U.S., uh, as I said, seven years ago. And uh, I've learned that when the universe throws an opportunity at you, you, you take it and you run with it. And uh, you don't always know where it's going to take you, but uh, the road is always interesting. And so uh, I'm now the, uh, the CEO and president of IBML and uh, having a great time. How does one get into document processing or imaging, Martin? Uh, I think as a, as someone getting into, well, I kind of stumbled into it personally, but I think digital transformation is something that is front of mind for every business now. Maybe a few years ago, it was uh, something that people hadn't heard of or people that didn't understand. But I think today, uh, digital transformation is front of mind to every, every company in the world. And, uh, you know, uh, it used to be thought of as something that would gain business efficiencies and maybe uh, operational improvements, but now it's table stakes. And having a digital transformation strategy for your company is, if you don't have one, it's uh, your, your very survival is at stake. It's uh, it's that important. It's on everybody's agenda. And there's a lot of buzz right now about AI. Everybody's throwing out the terms like AI and machine learning and uh, all of those wonderful things. And it's seen as being a, uh, a cure for all ills, really. But uh, AI on its own, as you rightly alluded to at the start, is not the solution. Um, artificial intelligence can help automate processes, but to really unlock the power of AI, you need people. So uh, for me, I like, to, I like this phrase, it's uh, AI plus HI, artificial intelligence plus human intelligence really unlocks the benefits and um you know the two things are very different ai is 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 as good as the programmers and although there are obviously learning algorithms uh again you're, you're limited to some extent but human beings you know we're so creative we we, we can be collaborative we have uh, great wisdom and experience within us and that 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 wisdom and experience and creativity can really be used to harness uh, the real power of AI. And so at IBML, uh, we like to use that combination of smart tools, smart technology, plus smart people to really help uh, our clients and our, our, our uh, customers really on, uh, unlock the benefits of AI and uh, add value to their business in their digital transformation. It certainly makes sense. 
what is just briefly what is digital transformation? I think it's anything that um, can basically drive efficiencies and improvements within the business. And digital transformation, some people call it digitization, some people call it digitalization. There's different different kind of schools there, but it's really about bringing um, tools and systems and uh, technologies to improve the way you do things. And so, for example, at IBML, what we do is we manufacture the world's fastest, most intelligent document scanning systems. And so we can take paper and we can digital it, digitize it, and we can provide uh, insights and we can feed a business process and derive better outcomes for the customer. So from simple things like um, an accounts payable process where invoices can come into a business and invoices can come into a business in many forms. They can come in 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 paper form, they can come in, in a, a, a via a fax, they can come in on an email as, a, as an attachment or a Word document or something else. Um, at IBML, what we do is we take all those different work streams together, all those different workflows, and we, we digitize the paper. We scan it uh, incredibly fast. We can understand the paper. We can extract uh, insights and, and look for fields on there. We can find out Where's the invoice number? Where's the invoice amount? Uh, who's the uh, who's the company? Where's the address? And we can do all that automatically, and then feed an invoice processing system. And if the invoice arrives digitally, we can combine it into that same workflow process, resulting in a better outcome for the customer, uh, better accuracy, a faster process, and an easier life uh, for the people that are actually doing the process. So that's just one example of how digital transformation can help a company. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. I imagine then that you've been utilizing AI married with HI for quite some time. We're right now, I'm not sure where we're at in the uh, AI arc, but certainly it's on the tip of everybody's tongue with ChatGPT. But how did you've been using it for a long time? We have, and uh, yeah, ChatGPT is, uh, is is fascinating, and the underlying code in there. Um, very interesting to see people like Microsoft now adopting it in their search engines and uh, and putting big bets uh, in that direction. And uh, um, fascinating also to see the work Google have been doing, uh, racing to uh, launch their own version. So it's it, that type of technology is now is now becoming. Um, it's now becoming part of our everyday life. Um, you know, we use, you know, technology like that AI, um, not quite in a chat GPT manner, but it started a number of years ago where you could recognize characters on a piece of paper, that simple OCR, optical character recognition. And then it started with being able to look at, look at forms, pre-printed forms and know where to look at forms to extract information. Um, and then it's evolved to where we are today, where you can go freeform, where you can have a document where you haven't seen it before, or the the system hasn't seen it before, but it's smart enough to know, if I go back to my invoice example, it's smart enough to know that on an invoice that you should have a an amount in there somewhere, you should have a an address in there somewhere, you should have an invoice number in there, and the AI will basically look through the document and say, okay, this looks like an address. This looks like a, 
an invoice number. I know what I do with those. I I populate my my system with those with those details. And so that's that's kind of trainable AI where the AI algorithms can look at something it hasn't seen before, but it's smart enough to know how to how to classify them and how to extract valuable information out of that document. And that's really where we are today. It's that move to AI looking at what what people call unstructured documents and being able to basically classify them and provide information that's useful to the organization. And organizations have, uh, every organization has documents lying around in both digital form and analog form. And in many cases, they don't know what's what's in those documents. And so using uh, tools, um, digital transformation tools, you can unlock the insights that may exist in those documents. And there's also a, a regulation standpoint here where um, with with regulation, government regulation, you need to know what's in, in those documents. Do companies have personal information stored in there? Is there anything in there that shouldn't be there? Is there documents where people have requested their information not to be held? You need to be able to find that stuff. You need to be able to discover what's hidden in your digital or analog records and then deal with it appropriately. So, you know, when I say digital transformation is front of mind for every company, um, it's really driven by those things. It's driven by business advantage, business efficiency, and also government regulations. That's fascinating. It's uh, uh, something I was curious about are certainly the requirement is there a requirement to retain physical documents for some industries? There is, and there's uh, there's various retention periods, and it's a great question actually because there is a requirement to retain both analog documents and digital documents, and the way we treat them or can classify them or can from legal perspectives can be the same because a document is a document, whether it's a paper document or a digital document. And there are rules and regulations around that, depending on your your industry and also on your on your personal uh, situation. You know, there is a school of thought that says actually the the less amount of information you retain, the better, because uh, you can't be sued for having the information if you don't have it. Um, and that kind of misses the point because there's value in having this information. You just got to make sure you have you don't hold anything you're not supposed to hold. But that retention policy framework is an important part of any document uh, strategy. So funny. I didn't, uh, I didn't connect the dots until just a second ago that we're also having this conversation here about classified documents and where they're showing up and what's in these documents and where they're being held. And, 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 oh my goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> and certainly. Exactly. 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 In some of those cases, I'm sure the, the, you know, in most cases, when somebody has something they're not supposed to have, they, it's not deliberate. They don't have it because they're deliberately holding it. They often don't know what's in there. You know, so if you have a box of documents or a file folder, documents can be misfiled. You know, the wrong document can find its way into the wrong box. You may think you've got something in that box that you don't have, or you may have something that you think you don't have. Um, and that's true of both paper documents and digital documents. And that's why this is so important. Um, whether you're, uh, you know, whether you're a uh, uh, working in a company or you're a president, it's uh, it's equally important. 
And then there's, uh, I mean, I live in Arizona and there is a real big conversation about our last election about uh, imaging and on some of the ballots, it was the wrong size image. And so a lot of them were getting spit out. And this leads to just lots of problems, whether or not it was nefarious or not, it was still it was still kind of a problem. Yep. So yet another use case. And then also tracking for lack of a better term, kind of chain of custody with 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 information is also a very very important thing. Yeah, you made, you raised two really good ones there, George. And elections is something in particular where there's got to be trust in the process, or the whole thing falls apart. And um, elections, ultimately, you've always got to be able to go back and have a have a good audit trail. And uh, we at IBML we work with some of the largest counties in the United States. I don't believe we work with Arizona, actually, but um, we work with some of the biggest counties in the U.S. And what we effectively do is our high-speed documents, document scanners, basically digitize the ballots, and they digitize paper ballots. And so the benefit of doing that is you can read the ballot very, very quickly, and you can uh, tally the result very, very quickly. But if ever there's an audit trail needed, you keep the paper. And you can always go back to that paper and you can, you know, through the through the scanning process, you can do things like validate signatures. You can look for barcodes to to validate that this ballot, who you know, this ballot is an official ballot. You can make sure that, uh, you know, a signature only shows up once you can validate. There's, there's a whole bunch of things you can do to ensure transparency, accuracy and a, a fair election. Um, but ultimately, we love the fact that. You always retain the paper because uh, it's a slow old process to manually go through sheets of paper and count them or tally them or look at them. Uh, so in terms of uh, an election, you want to be able to get the result fast. And that's where we come in. And you want it to be fast and accurate. And that's where we come in. But you want it to be auditable. And so having that audit trail that someone can go back to at any point in time and prove out the result uh, is so, so important. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. What is a, and I don't know if it's it's possible to answer, but what does a typical engagement look like if if a, a county, state, whatever it might be, says, oh, that's interesting. How would we implement that? How would we implement IBML? What does that process look like? Yeah, so uh, we like to be a trusted guide. And so uh, if any county would like to talk to us, uh, you know, find us through the website, uh, ibml.com. Uh, reach out to us. We're very happy to have a conversation with you. Um, we'd love to understand how you do it today, and we'd love to act as a trusted guide with you to help you down the line. I mean, it's a fascinating, fascinating thing. I've um, I've seen the way these um, these elections work with our customers, and uh, you know, when you have uh, a warehouse full of high-speed IBML document scanners, and you have ballot boxes being helicoptered in. Uh, to this centralized point where they're digitized and scanned. Uh, it's a fascinating thing to watch uh, as the process happens. Um, it, it really is. It's, it's democracy at work. Yeah, I, 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 I can only imagine. But it is possible for any organization to to go through this digital transformation Yeah, every organization should be thinking about it, George. And uh, 
you know, wh- whatever size you are, whether you're whether you're a big multinational, whether you're a government entity, you know, this is a big uh, it's a big issue with now with government, especially with uh, NARA, uh, the national national archives uh, are driving all the government departments to digitize and uh, um, bring their records into NARA in digital form. So whether you're a small organization or a large organization, there's things you can do. And going down that digital path will actually make your organization stronger. And as I said at the start, it's no small claim to say that the very survival of many organizations rests on being able to do this properly. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's absolutely fascinating in so many different use cases. What was the, you said NARA? I don't know what that is. Yeah, so NARA is the uh, U.S. government archives, the National Archives. Um, they're a government body. They basically are the folks that um, are the keepers of government records. And government departments send them their records. Um, you know, they, I think they, they take the presidential records and they sit at the heart of the, of, of the government record keeping. And they've, uh, up to now, they've been taking records in both digital and paper format. And they've decreed that... Uh, uh, I think the date is 2024. By 2024, all government records that are supplied to NARA have to be in digital form. So this is something that uh, government departments are having to uh, wrestle with right now. And we work with a number of government uh, departments, um, helping them with this with this challenge. Um, you know, IBML, we're fairly unique in that we work with uh, companies from government on down, big multinationals, government departments, government entities, down to uh, smaller companies and even outsourcing BPO providers. So the, the outsourcing BPO providers that you see in every high, high street, in every town uh, that, that does kind of scanning services and uh, printing services. We work with all those folks too. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's a challenge that is, that is everywhere in front of mind everywhere right now. Fascinating stuff. Well, Martin, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with IBML? So I'm very happy to connect with uh, with people, uh, George. So uh, mbirch at ibml.com or you can find me at uh, LinkedIn and uh, IBML, of course, ibml.com. Uh, reach out to us. We're, we're happy to have the conversations. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Martin your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to IBML.com and check out everything that we've been talking about on the show. You can find Martin on LinkedIn as well, and I will link both of those in the notes. Thanks again, Martin. Thank you, George. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.